friends for friends are for body rolls because we're looking at each other on zoom right now hi gabrielle what's up girl <laughs> we both have our pop screens on i have yes, my ghetto like cushions out in the back oh i have old school cans on too i have some what? earrings on for you yeah i haven't conquered the that earring accessory with my new quarantine accessory which are my headphones at least they're comfortable <laughs> i try putting my glasses on and like it's it's more of a look more than, more than like function. Uh, Gabrielle. Yes. Did you call your mother on mother's day? I did. Did you? How was that? Oh, of course. My mom is with me, which is such a luxury. You're like, Oh yeah. By the way, happy mother's day. Here's the baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I help a lot with, um, our church's social media. So mother's day has been in my brain for two weeks before. So I remembered, and it's a big Sunday church day for the Christian folk to go and like go with your mother on Mother's Day. There is one family at our church that the the daughter who is a mother, she she's kind of like our age and she's like very proud to say the only day I go to church is for my mother on Mother's Day. <laughs> she's like all like, you know, she thinks it's the best idea and I, and I love it. And so um, it was fun to like have a live stream special moment in that way. And I called my mother. And she helped me like upgrade my biscuit recipe. So it was a nice day. Cool. So you made biscuits for Mother's Day, but you <laughs> ate them yourself? I for myself. <laughs> and then what I do is I put them like in little like uh, little dishes that are bake-able. And then I mm-hmm. freeze the rest of them. Since there's only two of us in the house, I just make a lot. And then I, you know, can just throw them in the oven. Like convenient. Look yeah. at me. I'm a baker. <laughs> Well, it was my first, so uh, my first Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to you. I remembered to text you and Sophia. Yes, you did. Um, And uh, my sister and my husband made waffles for us in the morning, like from scratch. And uh, we had like, you know, a little snack in the middle of the day because, you know, brunch was big. And then we played Scrabble, which is my favorite game. (laughs) Really? I didn't didn't know that about you. Oh, yeah. Scrabble? I no. love Scrabble. I do know this about you. It's kind of sad that I'm saying that because I forgot <laughs> because you totally crushed it that one time we had a Scrabble night in that sublet in Silver Lake that I had. That's uh, I right. I blocked it out of my mind. Maybe I blocked it out of my mind because you literally <laughs> slayed us. Well, it's a big sastry thing. Scrabble is a big sastry thing. And so when Hari and I got married and he actually knew my extended family. Like that's how we met, right? We met through extended Sastry family yeah. in California. And so when he got married to me, he was like, damn it, I'm still going to lose at Scrabble. Like <laughs> he knew that he was walking into a losing situation. <laughs> his choice. It was all his choice. You know, I don't know if it is a Sastry thing. It's more, I think it's more of like a smart thing. You know, I think I'll take you have it. to be very intelligent and you like words and shit, you know, and you did a real, you had a pretty, I'm, I bet you had a pretty high score on your SATs. I had an okay score actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was okay though. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it was still 1600 at the time. You know that it was like, uh, it's the, the score is different now. It's like 2400 is the, is the high score now, but it was out so of So back in archaic days. Yeah. Like I think I got a 1285 or something. Yeah, it wasn't like 1285. That's oh, come it. on. No, girl, I was proud of my like 
9.50. (laughs) (laughs) Like I was, I I was going to school for dance and I was like, what is it? It's 9.30. Done. Never taking it again. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I'm going to dance. I'm going to get on Broadway. I don't need an SAT score. Well, I mean, I didn't need it either, I guess. But (laughs) But for Scrabble, you do. I do need it. (laughs) (laughs) It's the people that don't, when you ask them what their SAT score and they go, on the video, you'll see it, but it's like, well, you know, they shrug their shoulders. You oh, know it's on. high. You know it's high. Well, happy anyway. Mother's Day to you, you smarty pants. And Thank you so much. all the scrabbles. <laughs> Can't wait to hear me not play with you the next time because I will just lose and cheat. Well, we can, we more, can try. More cheat. Yeah, but um, I did wear a bold lip for you today. It looks really good. You know, and it's like kind of nice. This is our first episode of season two where we're using El Zumo. I'm not going to say mm-hmm. it because in the real way, because uh, well, in the English way, because, uh, you know, they're not an advertisement. But OK, whatever. Everyone's using Zoom. We know this. But <laughs> exactly. thank you, Zoom, for capitalizing on the world right now and giving us all this free video. And I have to say, you look pretty. It's so nice to see your face. Thank you so much. Uh, I really tried for you today. I also <laughs> wore um, this lipstick, like I said. Um, g- the name of the lipstick is Shishi. <laughs> Get out of town. Was that and made let me for her? Play- it was. I'm showing it to you right now. It says her name on the cap. And it's totally relevant to our conversation that we just had because I made this lipstick on my due date. On my due date, I decided to go like have a day to myself uh-huh. um, on my pregnancy due date, right? And my mom was here then too. So my mom and I went to, this isn't going to be another product shout out that is not an ad, but it is. But <laughs> Love you though. It's uh, for Bite Lipstick. And we went to the Bite Lab here in LA and my mom and I made matching Shishi lipstick. So this is a custom lip color because she was due that day. And wow. that was like our little like mom and daughter activity. How cute is that? Wow. That's like <laughs> maternity. That's like pregnant goals though. It and really like, was. Like my friends have pretty amazing pregnant goals. <laughs> Period. <laughs> we are like, hashtag pregnancy goals. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> pregnancy and nail pregnant and nailing it. Wow. That is so <laughs> impressive. So you have your own lipstick, not line, but a lipstick. Yes, because you, you can go in there. Yeah, anybody can go in. Well, we, I don't know when they're going to be able to open again, but sure. uh, you know, you can go in there and you can tell them what shade you like, and they'll help you like make a custom color. And it it was really fun, and I highly recommend it. Um, and they're in Larchmont in Los Angeles. It was it really was like a wonderful way to like spend my due date. It was my due date for myself. You know what I mean? Like it's so stinking cute. So, you know, shout out to those guys. And if you, you know, let us know if you want an ad, we're going to make some phone calls. <laughs> you already have a commercial for you going. I mean, it's so easy. Come and date it's us so here great. at What Our Friends For. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks beautiful. And you also, are you wearing that lipstick on your Instagram, your latest Instagram post? Uh, you know, I am because there, it's, a, it's a picture of me and Sheesh, isn't it? Because <laughs> right, I wrote I wrote an article for Mother's Day. So I like, you know, I don't consider myself much of a writer, but when I do, I try to make it like, you know, for something very meaningful. So I wrote something wow. for Brown Girl magazine and I was wearing the lipstick in that photo as well. And she she is also wearing the lipstick in the photo. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. She's not. 
Um, but that, that article that I wrote, like, you know, I'll just get vulnerable here for a second. And that's another reason why I think I, I tend to go to writing because I, I have a hard time, um, admitting when I'm having a hard time. Mm. (laughs) And I think my first year of being a mom or like, you know, I'm, I'm 10 months in, I'm not full year, but I think what I was struggling with and what made me want to write that article is that. I just spent a lot of time doubting myself this year because I think when you have a child and it like changes your identity, I actually heard this from some, I don't remember where I heard it, but um, when you have your first child, it changes your identity forever. Okay. And so that was really hard for me to grasp, I think, because yeah, I I just, um, I, well, nobody's, nothing prepares you for motherhood, but that first three to four months, I just um, didn't feel capable of much besides what I was doing. And I didn't take enough time to sit there and revel in the fact that I was using my body to keep another human alive. You know, I, I think if I just concentrated on that, I think maybe it would have made it a little easier. But because my identity had changed and before that, I was like career woman, get things done, to-do list, like type A, like produce, you know, like get all this uh, achievement, like just high achieving Longer. Yeah, I exactly. I was used to conquering life. Um, I I just didn't, you know, it, it didn't come to me as easily as I thought it would. <laughs> Girl, it it I was having a meltdown when I was pregnant. Like <laughs> I was and and for any listeners out there, um, I did have a miscarriage at eight weeks and um there's a really great post on my Instagram. You can see that, you can catch up there. Um we haven't mm-hmm. talked about it yet here, and it's it's a friend's podcast for sure, but I have to say, I am very open about it. I am very, it's, it's a conversation that I feel like it's super secret between women. So I'm, I'm, I don't say it as if it's Frank or light, it's important, but also I, I am very comfortable with talking about when I became pregnant, I literally had a meltdown that my life was over. Like my career was over before even like, I mean, just weeks in, you know, so I can only imagine once you have the baby in your arms, you're like, my identity is completely shook. I was already shaken. Like Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like I spent, I spent so much time leading up to it and I still wasn't prepared. And I think that's what frustrated me also. Cause I'm just so like good at studying. I'm good at learning. I'm good at executing. Right. It's like, and that's not what motherhood is at all. So anyway, I, I sort of wrote that as sort of my catharsis to be like, Hey, listen, now we're in a pandemic. And on mother's day, my daughter doesn't give two craps what we do because she doesn't know that it's a special day just for me. She's still gonna, she's still gonna like, you know, be annoyed that I'm like sitting there trying to figure out what I want to do for myself on the day. And I'm like, Hey, I just pooped my diaper. You better clean this. You know, like she doesn't care. <laughs> clean it. Clean it up. So it, it was more of a, a, like a way for me to um, unload my perspective, I guess. Well, and then that, that, you know, it's really nice. You got to go with your mom for the lipstick date moment, but did you feel I mean, this is kind of, a, I think, a question about friendship with your girlfriends and your friends, maybe locally, who were not pregnant or were, didn't have children. Have you felt that transition in the last 10 months of finding a mother community that might be more relatable, whether it be in person or online? Um, I... I would, I don't think I've found like a mom group, um, to be honest, I was sort of fighting that. (laughs) Um, and I wasn't really like, oh, I don't want to transition out of, It, it felt like I was transitioning out of being like, you know, in my 
group of girlfriends into I had to go find another source of community yeah. in some yeah. way. I didn't I didn't really love the concept of that. And at the same time, I have uh, definitely gotten closer to my friends that may not be in the direct circle of friends that are moms. So we text more often and, you know, we check in on each other. And I think that's mm-hmm. probably served the purpose for me. But um, I at the same time, I am still super blessed to have friends like you. And, you know, now Sophia's a mom and, you know, Kat and all these girls we talk about and talk to um, more often, like they've, they've all just like kind of crowded around me. And, you know, I think in the first three months, the the amount of times people just showed up at the door just to like hang out with me while I breastfed, you know, yeah, was, was pretty great. So I don't feel like I missed out or I am missing out on anything. And I think post pandemic, it'll be interesting to see what I will have more access to in terms of that. And I, Mm -hmm. I more want she's to have other friends, like I want her to have friends, right? So like, that'll start happening, I think, now that she's coming up on one year with routine and schedule and dates, park dates and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Luckily for you and me, we have puppy dates. And that gets us a lot, you know, that gets us together closer and for not living very close, um, in proximity. But, um, I have to say, I've, it's been really cool to see you make friendships on Instagram based on motherhood, like Stephanie Clemens, mm-hmm. who is, uh, I mean, she taught, she's a Broadway broad. She taught me, uh, she was the dance captain of In the Heights and If Then on Broadway at the Rogers Theater, funny enough, and was the um, associate choreographer in Hamilton. And she and you, Stephanie and you have, have communicated maybe because you know her, maybe, you know, know her through me, but have you met her? Uh, we met actually many years ago, actually not through you officially. She was, uh, teaching like a kid's workshop that I was helping run. And so I assisted her for that. So I I only knew her very briefly, like during that three weeks that we worked together, like twice a week, Mm -hmm. but, um, we knew that we had you in common at the time. Um, and you guys were doing in the Heights. Um, and we haven't really like conversed until both of us were pregnant at the same time and we were (laughs) seeing each other on Instagram. And then we actually, I think we became friends through that. And so when I went to New York, um, in the fall, like we went and got coffee and we talked about our kids and it was the first time she and I had hung out one-on-one for sure. No, really Pallavi. I love creating this podcast with you. It's been one of the greatest joys of my quarantine. Mine too, Gabrielle, but girlfriend, producing a podcast is hard work. Girl, ain't that the truth? That's why I am so glad we joined Patreon. Hey, Hey, Patreon. Patreon is the opportunity for our listeners to get exclusive perks from us, all while supporting our podcast dreams. What kind of perks, Pallavi? Okay, I'll tell you. Our Patreon page has tiers to choose from so you can pick the WAF perks that speak to you. For example, just for joining as a first-tier WAF friend, patrons automatically get access to the vodcast. Gabrielle, tell them what a vodcast is. Girl, it's the video version of our podcast where you can see us and our guest interviews on camera. It gets better. We're also offering the option to join us for a monthly WAF live show and Q&A. That's amazing. So they can ask us about anything anything. And there's even an option to get exclusive unedited bonus episodes that are only released on Patreon. And you can get in on these perks for as little as $2 a month. Only $2 a month? Slay. You know, I think the best part of that is 10% of all proceeds from our Patreon page go to charity. So not only are we focused on making great content for you, we also get the opportunity to give back. So... 
what you're saying is all you got to do to get these perks is join at patreon.com slash WAF podcast. That's W-A-F-F podcast. And that directly helps us keep making the show. That's exactly what I'm saying. Because that's what friends are for. Now back to WAF. How'd it go? <laughs> Are you guys it was still so friends? great. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Her um, her yeah. son just turned one. Um, yeah. she actually her account I highly recommend. Like she is full of inspiration crack, is what I call it. Like oh yeah. Oh yeah. She's she's a star. She's an yeah. inspiring star. She like she's a shooting star. Yes, you know? very much so. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're right. I have found some community um, online and that's helpful. And um, but still, like, I mean, all of us sort of catch up each, uh, with each other in that way. Right. I mean, yeah. your post has uh, two besties in it with you. And just so you know, <laughs> we are deep, deep into our first segment. Insta friends are reality. Yeah. And we're starting, we started with Pallavi and now we're looking into mine. It's a TBT photo of Pallavi and our very good friend who is my life wife, best friend, Sarah Goff. Sarah, we miss you. Miss and, you so much. But you're in Ohio. It's not like, you know, it's not like it's devastating or anything, but you're alive. Thank goodness. And, <laughs> and doing well in Ohio. And uh, that photo is from my bridal shower in St. Martin in the Caribbean. And another best friend from a different part of my life from high school, Katiuska Flynn, now it was Lozano, um, she took that photo. And I, the funny thing about that photo is my computer has been crashing because, you know, it's it was purchased pre-pandemic. It's like having meltdowns. And um, my screensaver was Philip and me in this beautiful, like, uh, near the Wisdom Tree in Los Angeles, this really great hike. And someone took some photos. And we're really, really tiny on the little horizon. And it's like, you know, it's how Philip and I feel like, you know, we're conquering the world and we're, you know, (laughs) but it crashed and my computer crashed and like, it just went to like an auto desktop. And so I went onto this like random desktop photo folder that I just throw all my junk in. It's like my junk closet. And, um, which is probably why my computer's crashing, but we'll, we don't need to get into that. And (laughs) I found that photo. I don't know why I had that photo there. And I was just like, oh. And so I use that as my desktop, you know, Philip got the boot on my desktop and like, it's that photo on my desktop and it's gorgeous. I mean, your dress is like flying in the Caribbean wind. I've got my hat on. Sarah's got her little like, you know, espadrilles on and the beautiful emerald ocean behind us. And just that moment, because most of my uh, pre bridal events, uh, we kind of like, it was a small wedding, like under 40 people. And, uh, there was like a few days before of just events like bridal shower, rehearsal dinner, and everyone was invited. And I had the week before that just family time because Philip has a huge family and we're in Texas. So it's super far away. So we decided to like vacation and get to know each other. And I slept the entire time. (laughs) I'm not kidding guys. Like I was moving from New York to LA and doing all that before, you know, deciding that a Caribbean wedding was easy when it wasn't. And by the time I got to my room that existed, which I was excited that, uh, Travelocity gave me a a villa that was there when we got there, I literally slept for four days in a row where everybody finally started getting concerned. So that was the first day where I actually felt alive and I was enjoying my wedding and everyone was there. And it was so nice to get all the women together to have a bridal shower. And that's just like one of my favorite moments. And it's a, and I mean, and we're like, we're so pretty. 
Well, we're so relaxed also, right? We're just like literally like the open mouth smile is completely real. Basking in the sun. <laughs> oh. uh, let me tell you something about that wedding though. It, it was small and it was, you know, people traveled to get there, but I will, I also made some new friends there. Uh, what's the, the, the luxury about uh, having a small wedding like that and also having it in, in a remote location is that everybody's always in the same place. Like they're, they're with each other for the yeah. entire time for mm-hmm. the most part. So um, as beautiful as it was for, you know, Sarah and you and myself to be able to spend all that time together, like now I have Carolyn Surratt. Oh, Surratt. And, uh, and I, we still keep in touch with and Jonathan Mm -hmm. and we still keep in touch with, uh, Jonathan, uh, your hairdresser, Jonathan, Jonathan Sharpless, Sharpless (laughs) and, um, and, uh, Macy Reeves. There we go. Yeah. Macy Reeves. Reeves. She is like my, my, my New York city mother. She's the best. She's yeah. like the ultimate mom too. The and I remember ultimate. she was on that trip. I think she had only given birth like what, seven months before. I know. I know. It's like, and it she had like a, a six pack. I know. <laughs> bathing suit, ready to go. And it's like, yeah, sure. She yeah, just, it's easy. Her wedding, I won't get too far into it, but like her father is like a county judge or something. And like everybody in that town was invited. There was a sign in front of the courthouse that said wedding this way, the wedding. Yeah, I, that that wedding, I was like, that looks so stressful. <laughs> but our, but mine, I'm so glad you thought it wasn't stressful. It was lovely. It was amazing. So I decided to post it as, due to the fact that we haven't, like, when we pre-recorded, when we're recording this episode, um, we haven't launched the show officially. So, like, people don't know on the What Are Friends For uh, podcast Instagram that I'm a part of it yet. So I was, like, kind of, like, dangling the carrot, like, with the question, what are friends for? And I wrote this thing, blah, blah, blah. And with the Instagram friends versus reality uh, point of this post, it was very provoking and also very like insightful of as a person with, I don't know how many followers I have, like I'm in the 60 K range. And if I write, if I post something with crazy X, which is amazing, amazing part of my career. And with that amount of uh, following because of that. So I'm grateful for that. When you compare that, like to, Hey, I'm launching a new website or, you know, Hey, I'm, I'm just talking about my two personal friends. The amount of likes is astronomically different. <laughs> I mean, it's drastically In terms of different. It's, it's much higher or lower. It's extremely lower. When I talk about just personal friends that maybe aren't at the 60K range, you mm-hmm. know, and it's quite a testament of what social media can be when it comes to making friends or keeping friends sure. or what people demand of you or um, what you think is real worth or what you think is worthy of posting. Mm. And when I posted that, it was really like from my heart and it was nice to not post something about my work. It was nice to post something personal. And as a businesswoman, you think, if I write something personal, will people like it? And it's like, you know what? Screw that. It's about my friends. These people, if you don't know them, that's fine. And, And not that I'm getting like any hate about it or anything. It's just like the amount of what's the word I want to use? Like, um, not acceptance, but, um, validation, you know, like mm. validation of like what's worth being posted. And like, even if I don't get tons of likes, I think it's the best post so far because it's like, what a beautiful memory that we had. And it doesn't matter in the end. It really doesn't matter because 
what our friends for, you know, it's, well, it's to be there when in the private moments too, that maybe nobody has that has anything relatable to it, you know, cause it is a Caribbean photo. Okay. We've got some Instagram worthy moments in there. It's an Instagram photo. It's beautiful. I mean, we're not in thongs kneeling on the beach shore, you know, to get that <laughs> clickbait, but you know, cause that's not our style, which, you know, more power too, if you can do that. And there was a moment I heard that you guys ran oh, naked. Should I say that on the air? Yes. <laughs> we did not post that photo or even documented it, but there was a moment that some people yeah, well, went through I mean, thing. That's right. That's right. Well, Ka- Gabrielle was obviously she's a bride, so she should relax and, you know, have as much alone time as possible. I was exhausted. Yes. But the rest of us, I think it was right after that bridal shower. We <laughs> were skinny dipping in the ocean. <laughs> so if we would have posted that of us like all naked or not me, but like my friends topless and like, what are friends for? Like, it's a very different post. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's totally clickbait. Like that's <laughs> total like bait where they put the little fire signs. Fire, look at you, hot mama. Like I just I just have never been like that. And so it it just was it was I don't know. It was just definitely something to talk about when it comes to like when you post things about your friends or happy birth. It's always nice to see happy birthdays from people online and mm-hmm. and um making sure that you feel good about it. Like as famous or not clicky or not, you know, you feel good about what you're posting and it's authentic. And so I just thought that was really worth talking about today. It is. And, and, uh, you know, let me remind you that I think that there's value in that post coming in the middle of, you know, all these professional uh, requirements of the job, right? Uh, it shows that, hey, yeah, we might be doing all these glamorous things for the job, but at the end of the day, we're real people. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's we're all just regular people. And that uh, I think the fact that, you know, we've all been together through uh, we've all been building careers right? and we've all been together through that. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'll be the first to admit, like, I I don't post a ton about work, you know, like I just I, I have it hasn't required me to do it yet. Right. My my yeah. work hasn't required me uh, that of me. Um So, because, you know, I've had a lovely guest, our career, but you know, it hasn't required me to do that. So I I'm sure one day, whenever it does require me to do that, I'll still look forward to, like you said, these personal posts. So like, Hey, like these people have been with me like since jump, you know, and this, Mm -hmm. that's, that's the value of it. And to show that, you know, this is, this is an industry and like, for example, like it's very relevant to right now, like the pandemic, it has not discriminated against our industry at all in terms of like, we have had to shut down, right? We have all had to eat a piece of humble pie because we're not able to, um, you know, be as glamorous or, you know, live glamorously. We're just like everybody else right now. The virus doesn't care how many followers you have. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought that up too. Cause it's totally, um, valuable, I think. You know, and there's, there's people that became friends from crazy ex-girlfriend. That's really cool to see. Cause they do watch parties and they do, you know, um, they, they collaborate on videos together and whatnot. And some people send dance videos. They've been making music videos. So, you know, I think it's a balance. I think it's a, um, you know, with the miscarriage, I've, there have been some women that were going through the same thing at the same time with me. So I've been connected with those people on a personal level. Uh, Philip and I do wine and worship, which is this, uh, live stream 
music session we do with our worship music at our church, really just for us as rehearsal. And then, you know, we just put it on and have reached 29 countries. And there's this one girl (laughs) that I've become such good friends with. That's so great. We text each other now. (laughs) I love that. But you found like a very like personal thing to connect on. That totally makes sense to me. And so it's just like, it's even in the quarantine world, like it's still possible to, you know, make sure you're you're safe. And you know, I'm not giving you my text, my phone number, just so you know, if anybody wonders, <laughs> but like, it's, it's really cool to see that, you know, there's some authentic relationships that have been built based on what you do on social media. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah no, there's totally value in that. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, before we wind down, I actually have another, uh, little, segment that I sort of came up with that can take the place of our lightning waff if you would like. Can we still do the little bumper of lightning waff? Yeah, let's do that. Lightning waff. Okay. It's really good. And we're back. (laughs) We worked real hard on that. So (laughs) stick it in there. (laughs) Tell us how good it is. Um (laughs) just so you know it's our voices. If you guys were wondering, we didn't pay anybody. We we are actual professional singers. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awesome. Okay. okay, go. All right. So I have something called the five love languages, which is something that I, it was a book that I heard of many years ago. And then it came up on a podcast that I was listening to called by the book, total shout out, highly recommend it. But I want to find out Gabrielle, what your love language is. And I think as friends, it's very valuable for us to know that information about each other. So I'm, I'm going to tell you the five love languages, and then you have to pick what you think your primary is and what your secondary love language is. Okay? okay. And I can tell you mine. Ready? Can't wait. Okay. The first one is words of affirmation, meaning these are verbal expressions of care and affection. All right? Nah, pass. Gifts. Gifts are tangible and intangible items that make you feel appreciated or noticed. Okay. Acts of service, doing something helpful or kind for your partner. Okay. Quality time, engaging in an activity together, particularly one you both enjoy, like a walk after dinner or a movie night or, or sex with you know, my husband. A, there you go. Or sure. And then pla- uh, like a platter of nachos, you share that. That's quality time. Work. <laughs> and then physical touch, which is pretty self explanatory. Also, sex with my husband. Right. <laughs> we're trying to get pregnant again so it's really on my mind right now so. there you go you're on a schedule girlfriend you are on a schedule <laughs> I have an app for it yes I clock it in what is my fertility window okay but back to the segment um I believe my my primary one is what you asked first right correct it's definitely acts of service okay 100 percent uh love Phillip, that Philip built a uh, dresser for me, like from scratch. And he was explaining like the math behind it of the push, the soft push drawers. And I was like, this is so turning me on <laughs> the sexiest thing. I don't even give a, I don't give a flying flip what this means, but it is so hot. And then, um, I think the second one is not the gifts one. It's, um, quality time. I, okay. I have tried really hard for us to not have phones in the bedroom and Philip feels it's important, which is fine. But, mm-hmm. um, I did mention the other day, I was like, it's just, we never like see each other because then our dog Leela ends up in the bed in the morning. So like, I never get to like decompress and unwind with you because we work mm. together immensely. And he finally heard that like maybe a few weeks ago and he put his phone down and we just like need to need to each other in bed and we just talked for a minute and it really meant a lot. 
So as a friend, let's... oh right, friends, the friend <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I forgot. No, no, no. It's totally relevant. You were, we're we are friends with our spouses, so it totally makes sense. True. Um, and it was like this was created for especially for partners to get mm. uh, to uh, get better connected. But I think it's totally relevant for friendship because yeah. when you say uh, acts of service, um, it totally makes sense to me because I remember how much you appreciated the whole, like when we moved, we moved at the same time almost. Yeah. And um, from New we York moved to your, LA. And we moved your stuff for you. <laughs> for free 99 was the price and it was an <laughs> offer that was so generous and you were like just just move your boxes over to us and where were you uh we were in we were still in Jackson queens Heights. We were, yeah we yeah. were only in you know 12 15 minutes from your yeah, apartment I was, and yeah. i didn't think too much about it it felt very practical to me i was like well why don't we just like do this at the same time no, and you kept you thanked me for it i think for like years afterwards <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, acts of service really does a, does a number on me, as well as when you, when the Emily's, if you look at my Instagram post, there's this Emily story that I still don't comprehend well, but the Emily's, like our best friends group from New York, all came, like the four of you came to see me in Maine when I was performing mm -hmm. in West Side Story, and it shocked me. It impressed me that you mm -hmm. did that for me. So yeah, acts of service. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Mine, yeah, uh, it may either may be surprising or not surprising at all. I can't <laughs> My wait. first one is words of affirmation. <laughs> so every time you tell me how pretty I am, you cannot. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And it makes me, I know it makes me sound a little shallow, but at the same it. time, I kind of need it. I think it's because words of affirmation in a way, uh, even like, thank you. Like when somebody goes out of the, like when my husband or my sister or, you know, someone who I, cause I spend a lot of time caring for people. Yeah. Um, and so even a thank you or, Hey, this tastes really good is like so cook. monumental for me. Mm. I love that. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's really what I mean. But you know, it does, it doesn't hurt when you tell me I'm pretty. So also really pretty. <laughs> and also our artwork, you, it was a big deal for you when you, when we talked about your artwork and I was like, look at your butt in this photo. It's fantastic. And you were like, I just, you're like, I love my body. I love, I'm not there yet. Cause I just had a baby, but I love my body. And I was like, girl, you just made a human. You look great. And it really meant, I think that also meant a lot to you. It did. It did. So yeah, I have to, I really take those things to heart and it, it helps me keep moving forward. I think it helps me uh, stay on top of my goals in a way. It mm. motivates me. I love that. Um, so, and then my second one is, uh, is acts of service as well. Mm. So um, when Hari doesn't ask me, Hey, you know, what do you need from me today? He just does it like that's, that's, you know, taking out the trash on a Sunday, like before we have to put out the cans like, on Monday morning, like just, wow. that's amazing. You're amazing doing the dishes after I cook, you know, like any, any of those types of things, like, you know, going to change the diaper without me having to be like, Hey, yeah. I think she, I think she has a dirty diaper. Like, I don't have to say it. He just does it. It's pretty awesome. Um, and also, uh, on the friend level, um, you, Gabrielle, like you just offer to take Addie for a while and take her off my hands sometimes, yeah. like especially during this first year, like, you know, it, it can be a lot to have a dog and a baby at the same time. And, you know, you've been like, hey, I'll take Addie. And I'm, and that really means the world. <laughs> like it really oh, does. Because um, we do love our dog. We love our dog, obviously, but we don't want her to get sad. And so the fact that you think about her as well is like a huge act of service. So well, thank you for that. You're welcome. And you're also very pretty. Thank you so much. <laughs> I 
think we should wrap on that. <laughs> totally. I highly recommend friends doing that with each other. I think it's a great little conversation starter, don't you think? I do. I really do. It's nice to like recognize what you're already winning at, you know, and mm-hmm. by by categorize, categorizing it and then just it kind of strengthens your relationship for sure. Mm-hmm. Love that. And I love you. I love you too. All right. So we'll see you guys next time on the next episode of What Are Friends, what are friends for? for? One, two, three, four. This episode was produced by Team Access Productions and Fastnickel Inc. Our supervising producer is Philip Ascension. Our consulting producers are Kathleen Cho and Megan Densmore. Our production assistants are Alex Udome and Susie Cabello. Special thanks to Samantha Wiener and Hari Sabitala. Our podcast artwork is created by Ashwarya Sukesh. Original music by Joey Sherman. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you're listening to it now. This really helps our show's visibility and it lets us keep making it for you. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at WAF Podcast. That's W-A-F-F Podcast. And email any questions, requests, and positive feedback to whatourfriendsforpodcast at gmail.com. We truly appreciate you all checking in with us online. But you know that friend that you've been like, oh, I really haven't checked in with that person in a while. Go do that. Yeah, go do that now.